Overtime with Joe Parker goes beyond the wins and losses to provide a comprehensive look into high school sports in North Atlanta. Join Parker and Athen Media Group each week to stay in the know for prep sports headlines and in-depth discussions with local players and coaches. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of Overtime with Joe Parker. I am Joe Parker, resident sports reporter here at App and Media Group, and we have a full slate of items to get to today as well as a full studio here as we have uh, many members of Chattahoochee Boys basketball team here to discuss the 2017-18 season and a look ahead to the future of Chattahoochee basketball. We have head coach Chris Short who just completed his first season at the helm this year. The Cougars went 13-12 overall. They were 9-7 in region play. Joining Coach Short and I today is freshman guard A.J. White, sophomore guard Cameron Sheffield, and junior center Grant Van Beveren. Coach Short, Coach, thank you so much for joining us today. No, we appreciate your time. Thank you. We're glad to be here. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And we also have uh, three players here today. We have Grant Van Beveren. Uh, hi. Thanks for having me. Yeah, yeah sounds perfectly. All right. And uh, Cameron Sheffield as well. Thank you. Yes. For, thank you for having me. Right. And finally, AJ White. Thanks for having me. Right. Well, thank you guys so much for coming in today. I want to talk a little bit about uh, last season, the 2017-18 season, kind of what you guys saw, the, the transition uh, under your, your new leadership and in, in head coach uh, Chris Short. And uh, coach, I want to start off with you. Um, you came from uh, Roswell, is that correct? Yes, that's correct. If you could talk a little bit about that transition to Chattahoochee and, and what it was like for you to take over this program. Yeah, well, I think um, I think the first thing to kind of mention is that we uh, the hiring process was a little late uh, with regards to how that typically will work. Um, so when we first got in there, we only had a few weeks before kind of our summer season kicked off, um, and so it was kind of a scramble to get everything together the last you know four or five weeks before the summer started. So our focus really was on uh, yeah, getting the youth programs going. Um, and then trying to get, you know, prioritize what we felt we needed to get in that summer. Um, and we tended to focus mainly on, on the offensive side of the game. So uh, we really tried to work on getting the guys familiar with, with what we expected offensively and, and kind of our terminology, uh, getting to know our staff that we put together. Um, I was fortunate enough to retain some, some guys from the previous staff. So there was some continuity there and, and their relationships with the guys were important. So that was good for us to kind of get ball rolling uh, as far as our summer is concerned. So we really focused on those kind of key concepts, trying to come in and, and really get moving in the direction I felt we should be going. Mm, absolutely. And uh, from the player's perspective, uh, Grant, we could start with you. You know, how was it for you? Uh, this was your junior season, correct? Yeah. How was it uh, for you uh, transitioning uh, into this new system? Um, it was a little bit of a struggle because for the most part, we had been playing really, really slow and methodical. And just when we moved to the faster pace, it was just a, a big adjustment, but we picked it up pretty well, I think. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And, and uh, AJ, uh, what was your kind of takeaways from uh, the transition? Um, it was tough for me because coming from middle school, the game was slower. So once I got, once Coach started trusting me more, the game started speeding up for me, and it got easier. 
Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Cameron, what are your thoughts? Um, it was different uh, adjusting to a new coach, but it worked out in the end, and I had a fun time. Did you have uh, any particular focus uh, for this first season? Yeah, I think we, you know, as a coach, you're always trying to kind of pick your battles and, and kind of find what you want to spend a lot of your time on. Um, we had seven practices last summer um, in the month of June. And so with all the games and summer camps and things that we're running as fundraisers, and I mean, kind of balancing all of that, we only had seven practices. So we tried to use our time wisely um, in starting the progression of the offensive end, teaching our fast break lanes and how the kind of the style of play we wanted to play with, um, like the guys mentioned, and then trying to really kind of get the half court scheme of what we're trying to do too. We didn't do any fall leagues. I kind of felt like our time would be better spent in our four-on-one workouts, which the state has you know, allowed us to do this year. And, and so we spent a lot of time working on uh, you know, the things that we felt would, would make their cuts and their motion um, on the offensive end smoother and quicker and, and, and be able to pick up that adjustment. So we, we did a lot of preseason conditioning, getting in shape for the speed that we wanted to play in. I think it was effective. They might tell you something different, but... Um, I think it was effective in kind of our preparation for getting ready for the season. But I think our main goal and, and is, was offense. And, and, you know, in hindsight, we led the region in scoring um, this year by a slim margin over Cambridge. But we led the region in scoring so that I, I think it paid off. At least it seems like it did statistically. So that was kind of our main focus and trying to emphasize that end of the, you know, of the game. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And you certainly inherited some talent as well. I mean, we have the three players, of course, here today. Then uh, there's uh, many more that were a part of this year's squad. But uh, we'll start with the guys here. Uh, can you kind of describe what uh, each of the players here with us today bring to the Chattahoochee program? Yeah, well, I'll kind of start with who you mentioned earlier with uh, first was Grant. I think Grant really, you know, as a big man in our conference, in our region, really kind of set the tone from the beginning with his leadership. Certainly very vocal on and off the court, and, uh, which is good for us. Uh, Grant's a dominant rebounder, very physical, can score well around the basket, and then defensively really kind of tries to work within the scouting report uh, with what we're trying to do defensively. And then anytime our guards get beat, he's always seemed to have their back and was able to step up, contest, and, and, and kind of force a you know a bad shot was what we were trying to create there so he's certainly an asset to our program and as a player that we've got for one more year I mean I think we're only looking for those numbers and statistics to kind of shoot up and, and really grow and I think like he said too the style of play you know for a big man is sometimes hard to to get down the floor and get active and I thought he did a great job his numbers at the end of the year were better than they were at the beginning of the year and he worked hard in doing that and I think it's only going to go forward from there. I'll move on to Cameron next as a kind of our rising sophomore this year. Cameron didn't play a lot as his freshman year due to some injuries and some different things. And um, this was kind of a, a breakout year for him and averaged about 10 a game for us and probably a good seven rebounds a game um, statistically. So those were some good things. And Cameron continues to grow and uh, kind of, you know, get that length um, as a basketball player. That's important, as you know. So, um, but he, you know, came off. The bench at times, but then ended up kind of earning that that starting role and really got in there and competed at a high level and and worked. I mean, obviously he brings some ball handling skills and finishing around the rim 
Uh, he's a good passer, very coachable. All these guys are very coachable. I've never had a, an issue where they haven't wanted to get on board and, and, and do what we're trying to do. They've been very coachable in that regard. So, I, you know, both of them bring a lot of experience. They, they play high-level AAU in the summer. They're traveling constantly, playing with all the best players in the city. So, you know, they bring a lot to the to the table. And then going with AJ, you know, I don't – as a freshman coming in, we didn't know – you know, where we were going with him and, and kind of what he was capable of doing. And we had a an injury with what was kind of slated to be our starting point guard going into the beginning of the year, um, and Andrew Iguana. AJ stepped right in and, and, and kind of took the reins and, and never looked back. And so he brings scoring um, and the ability to push the ball as a guard. Um, leadership, kind of my my eyes and ears on from the bench as a coach and, and kind of our, as our point guard this year. And certainly, I think as, as the year went on, the game slowed down for him, like you mentioned, and, and started really getting a little bit better with turnover ratios and, and assists and all those kinds of things. I mean, he's contributing a lot as far as points and, and assists were concerned. Well, I guess, uh, Grant, I could start with you. Uh, is there any particular focus that you have, you know, maybe uh, on the court that, you know, I mean, obviously we heard uh, – you know, Coach Short's take, but, you know, is there something for you that you particularly like to, to focus on? Uh, yeah, I just like to do the dirty work, really. I want to get in there, get all the rebounds I can, box out, contest when the guards do get beat, if they do. Also try to stretch the floor a bit when it comes to getting their bigger men outside of the lane. Because once that happens, I can get my boy AJ to just work in there. And I think that once I do that, I can really help the team a lot. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And Go cool. uh, with AJ. You know, obviously, this year uh, freshman season, I actually had Alpharetta girls uh, basketball head coach uh, David Walden in on our last episode, and he talked about kind of that that transition from you know when you're going up to the high school level, and and how that that can be a challenge. You know, did you uh, have any challenges this season in making that that step to the varsity level? Um, no, sir. I just played my game and it just came to me natural. Cameron, how do you view your your contributions to this team? I feel like I contribute in many ways. Um, I like to score the ball, but uh, whatever my team needs me to do, I feel like I can do. Coach, you talked about that kind of limited practice time that you guys had coming into this season, and uh, there were a, a few games that you dropped early. Was that kind of still trying to implement those schemes and, and getting everybody on the same page? Yeah, I think, you know, when we we obviously use some online software, you know, uh, as far as breaking down our games and, and having a availability to film. But when we were kind of going back and looking at our statistics and evaluating ourselves, we had started one in five in our first six and, and we had a couple two point losses in there and, and a close loss to Cambridge at home and some different things that were kind of we were struggling with. And I think, you know, in hindsight, going back and evaluating, the the biggest thing for us was that speed of the game. Uh, In the half court, you know, we're trying to run a motion offense where these guys are are learning the game of basketball versus set plays where it's a kind of a run from spot A to spot B and screen here and cut here and kind of a little bit more scripted. So we were trying to make it a little bit more of a, a player's game in that sense where it's a little bit more free um, kind of emotion um, continuity to it where they start to learn and read what the defense has given them and we struggled with that and we started off the year with a Kennesaw Mountain team who was big strong athletic shooters they had big men they could run the floor 
And I think that kind of opened our eyes to the way we needed to kind of step up our, our practice habits, come out again the next day and play Lassiter team. And we had a really good night. I think Grant had 17 rebounds in that game. And we really did a, a good job of coming out, getting on Lassiter and, and kind of getting a good quality win there. But I think it started to, to shift after that sixth game where we really looked at statistics. I remember bringing the guys in and watching film and, and showing them the first game statistics the shooting percentages, um, where we were tending to go more one-on-one. I think they'll tell you that was kind of a long film session that day. We really started looking at, you know, where are our shots coming from? Are they one-on-one or within the system? And once we kind of brought that to light and held them accountable at that point, I think our record spoke for itself and we started to get some buy-in and some development. And I think they have fun in the system, so that helps. But uh, I really think that's where kind of the shift started to take place with with buying into what we're trying to get them to do is play fast and play hard and, and play smart and play together. Those are kind of our four values that we want to, you know, work by every day in, in practice and in games. And so we saw that shift and it was good for us to be able to to kind of grow and continue down that path of what it takes to compete at this, this level in this city, you know. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And Coach, you kind of touched on, you know, my next question uh, and – you know, I'll uh, refer to, to the players on this one. Did After those first few games, did you guys kind of start to, to feel everything coming together? Uh, yeah, I really did because, of course, coming right off the bat with a freshman guard, we've never played with him before. But after we hit that first speed bump, we really started taking off and accelerating. And I feel like that adaptation coming on to this next season, I think that we're really going to play well together. Mm-hmm. Yes, it really built up our chemistry and getting to know each other. Um, yeah, when I first came on, nobody, like, they trusted me with the ball. So after those first few games, they started trusting me with the ball, and the record spoke for itself. You talk about uh, maybe some of the uh, moments from this season that, that really stood out for you guys. Yeah, I think, um, you know, starting one and five is never what you want. As a coach, you go back and kind of evaluate. And, and we felt as a staff that, that we needed to just continue to stick with what we were doing and give it some time. Obviously, being our first year, we're kind of afforded that that luxury. But as we looked through, and we went four and two in our next six, uh, four and two in our third set of six games, and you know we had a, a good win at Alpharetta in overtime. Um, that was the first time in six years that Chattahoochee had, had won at Alpharetta. That was a good program win for us. It gave the guys a lot of confidence. I remember the locker room afterwards, and yeah, they were certainly excited and, and happy for that win. And I think we really were playing our best basketball right then in that time. We played North Atlanta close, played Centennial close. We had a couple two-point losses there. But even though they're losses, you kind of look at them and wonder, you know, possession here, possession there, you know, kind of do some things a little differently. I think AJ's growth in that standpoint would helped us at the end of the year. We did well against our rivals. If you want to, you know, Northview and Johns Creek, we were able to get both of them twice. So that those were kind of five wins that that we like to pride ourselves on we set some goals as a team and rival wins and and alpharetta certainly being in that mix were some wins we felt like we needed to get as a program and so you know those would be the kind of the high moments that i think we you know in our christmas tournament we went up and played a, a darlington team that went to the sweet 16 and their classification played a real athletic cedar town team and that was kind of a fun game the guys were really getting after it and then we ended up playing a cast team that, that kind of got us by two points. But 
Um, we struggled a little bit on the, on our zone offense and, and kind of closing out that game. But with a freshman point guard, you kind of sometimes wonder if that's part of it or whatnot. I think two playing three games in three days might have been a role. But we've had some some high moments within that stretch of games where I really feel like we were playing our best basketball. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And uh, uh, again, going back uh, to you guys, uh, what moments uh, during this season kind of stood out for you guys? The win against Pope on senior night, that was the, that was probably one of the high points of the season. Yeah, I certainly didn't didn't mention that. I was kind of hoping they'd bring that one up. But that, that was a good moment. I mean, we want to start a tradition where we win senior nights at home. I mean, it's obviously important for our guys, but we want to start a tradition. And if it's not already a tradition at Chattahoochee, to keep that, uh, that senior night uh, of a winning streak going. I mean, that's our number one focus for those guys to kind of leave their – their legacy and in, in, in their time with our school as uh, a kind of a positive note, you know. So I'm glad they brought that one up. A moment that stood out to me was Centennial when we beat them on their senior night. They was oh, yeah. they was yeah. not happy with that. Yeah, we were, they looked a little heartbroken with that one. But um, uh, for me, I think one of the better, bigger ones was uh, towards the end of the season, second game against Johns Creek, one of my good friends, Will Bracknell. I think that was his 1,000-point game, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes. so the locker room was certainly really happy about that afterwards, and it was a real uh, emotional moment for him too, and I just thought that that's one of the moments I'm going to remember for a while. Yeah, I think the, in that Johns Creek game, we kind of always felt like I kept looking up at the clock wondering, you know, why are we down 10? And, and we really, in reality, were only down one or two and kind of felt like the game was always out of our control. But we buckled down in the fourth quarter. Cameron was really the key to us at the top of our defense, getting some steals and getting some fast break opportunities. And we kind of really stretched the game open at that point. That was a fun game in, in hindsight. It wasn't fun in the moment because it was really frustrating as a coach. I kind of felt like it was a Saturday game and guys weren't ready to play. They weren't focused, which sometimes you see on Saturdays. But they really stepped up in the in the fourth quarter, especially the second half. You know, if you guys all, of course, returning next season, Coach, you'll be in your, your second year leading the program. Uh, are there any uh, particular goals that you have for the Hooch program heading into the 2018-19 season? Well, I think we want to we want to be competitive on every given night. We don't want to be in a situation where we feel as if we're in an underdog or in a situation where we have to kind of play a, a perfect game to be able to pull out a win. Our main goal is to be competitive every night, and we challenged ourselves with that this year, and we were, but we need to close better, um, which is where some of those close losses came. It's a lot of those close two, three-point losses. We had the lead in the fourth quarter, so we need to fix that part of it um, in managing the game, I think, with experience and, and with the guards uh, that we have coming back, I think that'll naturally get better with their experience and, and the game slowing down. So we want to make sure that competitiveness is there. I think the second thing we need to do is get better defensively. We kind of started the the region play last defensively, and, and by the end of the year kind of worked our way to the middle of the region defensively, which is kind of a good swing, but it wasn't enough. And so we want to pride ourselves kind of leading the region on the offensive end and on the defensive end. We need to kind of put a complete package together. So those would be kind of two areas of focus that I want us to focus on. You know, I always tell the guys every day that crowd, the environment, the the day itself cannot take away their pride, their attitude, their effort. Those are things that nobody can touch, the attitude and the effort. And I think if we can kind of come out every day and play with an attitude and play with effort, 
that the sky's the limit for these guys. And I think that's our focus moving forward. We obviously want to continue to develop our youth programs because that's the future of Chattahoochee basketball as it is in any program. We've got great parent support, great administrative support at Chattahoochee, a very attractive and, and high-level job in that regard because everybody just sees the, the sky's the limit kind of thing for our program. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And uh, Grant, I'll start with you. You know, is there any particular goal that you have? Uh, obviously, next year will be your senior season. Mm-hmm. So is there anything um, you want to accomplish in particular? Uh, two things mainly. I just want to lead the team uh, more in not just on the court but off the court, helping dudes if they need a ride to a help session, get them there, help dudes with workouts whenever possible, and also to uh, – really do more of the dirty work this year because as we're losing one of our other big men hunter patterson i want to help my team as much as possible help get my guards open more often and just really expand our opportunities everywhere absolutely for you aj like coach said we need to pick up our defense on the defensive end because defense leads to better offense and guarding the best player every game is tough for me because i have to go down on the offensive end with the same energy to produce for the team. I, uh, as Grant said, I'd also like to become a leader uh, on the court. I'm not, I wasn't as vocal as I needed to be this year, but it's something I'm going to work on. As a coach, you always want to evaluate and, and see what we need to do better. We're fortunate that we have a good staff and, and guys that will communicate with me, but I'm really challenging our guys to step their leadership up, like Cameron said. We need to have a player-led locker room um, with regards to the accountability and the attitude and intensity that it takes every day to, to kind of compete at that high level. Um, you know, I've always kind of felt and, and from experience and, and knowing coaches and stuff around the area that Atlanta, Metro Atlanta basketball is probably one of the top three in the entire country um, as far as players and coaches that are in the area. So to kind of compete with that, we gotta we got to step it up. It can't come from me every given night. And so I challenge our guys with kind of stepping up and, and, and showing that leadership, um, even if it's for a lower level kid that's on the freshman team or the JV team and kind of showing them how things are done in the classroom, outside of the classroom, um, on the court, um, in our fundraising efforts, and, you know, pretty much everything that comes to play. And I think this summer is going to be you know, a real big key for the three of them. Um, kind of getting a little bit of a break from their AAU programs going into the month of June and kind of focusing on us as a program. Obviously, they'll kind of switch back to in July as their their AAU seasons pick back up and they start to wind that down. But, you know, I think that, that that's really my challenge to them is that leadership aspect of trying to get better each and every day. And it comes from them. It's key. The baseball and soccer playoffs are still going on. We have uh, first round results from that, and the lacrosse playoffs will begin this week as well. So first, we'll start off with baseball in seven of the 12 North Fulton and Forsyth County teams to earn playoff bids advanced to round two. Things weren't so pleasant for all the 7A teams. Uh, Forsyth Central, Milton, North Forsyth, and Roswell all took losses in the first round of the playoffs, ending their season. 
The only local team to advance was Region 5 champions South Forsyth. South Forsyth is back in action against Brookwood. This Thursday, they will host the Broncos in a doubleheader with a Game 3 if needed on Friday. In 6A, Alpharetta swept Lanier last Friday. You can read more about that series at NorthFulton.com. The Raiders will be on the road this week against Alexander. Cambridge, the only other local 6A team to make the state tournament in baseball, fell in three games to Gainesville. The Bears had a lead heading into the seventh inning of that decisive game three, but allowed a few runs, and with that, that brought an end to their season. Blessed Trinity swept Stevens County by the scores of 11 to nothing and 5 to 2. The Titans will be at home once again this week against Troop County. And in Class A Private, all four teams to make the playoffs advanced. St. Francis, who just barely snuck into the playoffs, they swept Aquinas in Augusta 10-5 and 12-5. Fellowship Christian needed a decisive Game 3 to advance, but they will be moving on after taking the series over Savannah Country Day. Kings Ridge swept North Cobb Christian 13-2 and 4-2, and Pinecrest Academy beat Stratford Academy two games to one. They took that third and final game by a score of 10-1. The second round of the soccer state playoffs are back in action tonight in girls' play, and we'll start off in 7A. Forsyth Central beat Collins Hill 4-2 to advance. And West Forsyth and Milton each had 1-0 wins over their opponents to advance. Roswell, meanwhile, dominated Marietta 5-0. And Peachtree Ridge beat South Forsyth to end the War Eagles season 3-0. And taking a look in Class 6A, The Johns Creek girls got their second straight 10-0 win in the first round of the playoffs. They dominated Gainesville. They will be back in action tonight against Alexander. And Alpharetta beat DeCula 4-1 to advance in the 6A tournament. Blessed Trinity shut out Oconee County 5-0. They will take on Sandy Creek tonight. And in Class A Private, Mount Pisgah shut out Mount Vernon 3-0. The Patriots are at home against Lakeview Academy tonight. Pinecrest Academy will go on the road against Hebron Christian after taking down Holy Innocence 1-0. Now we'll take a look at boys' play, and South Forsyth got a shutout 1-0 win over North Gwinnett. They will go on the road against Norcross on Wednesday. Forsyth Central fell short against Peachtree Ridge 2-0. Roswell, the Region 4 number 2 seed, beat North Cobb 3-1. And Milton took down Region 6 champions Collins Hill by a score of 3-0 to advance. Lambert also advanced after beating Mill Creek 2-1. The Longhorns are back in action against Brookwood on Wednesday. In Class 6A, all three North Fulton teams advanced. Cambridge shut out Lanier 3-0. They will face Alatoona at home on Wednesday. Alpharetta took down Decula 3-2. They are on the road once again against Dalton this week. And Chattahoochee, the defending state champions, shut out Habersham Central 3-0. They will be at home against Creekview. 
in Class 4A, Blessed Trinity went on the road and took down Oconee County 4-1. The Titans will host in the second round, and they will take on Sandy Creek on Wednesday. Finally, in the boys' Class A private state tournament, Fellowship Christian beat Holy Innocence. They will go on the road against Darlington. Pinecrest Academy also won. They took down Weber School, and they will be on the road against Wesleyan this week. Kings Ridge boys' team fell to Pieta 8-1, and thus ending the Tigers' season. As stated earlier, there is uh, obviously a lot going on, and this week, uh, in addition to baseball and soccer playoffs continuing, we have the lacrosse state playoffs going. In 6A and 7A, the teams have been set. The boys' teams of Cambridge, Roswell, Milton, Northview, Lambert, Johns Creek, Centennial, and West Forsyth all earned playoff bids. On the girls' side, West Forsyth, Cambridge, Roswell, Milton, Johns Creek, Northview, Alpharetta, Centennial, they also secured playoff spots in the 6A-7A tournament. And Fellowship Christian, Blessed Trinity, and Pinecrest Academy have secured spots in the A to 5A state tournament. Now, lest we forget tennis, of the seven boys' team to, teams to earn playoff bids in North Fulton and Forsyth County, seven of them have reached the third round, which is underway this week. For the girls' play, eight out of the ten teams who earn playoff bids are still alive in the third round. We'll keep you up to date throughout the week in all sports at NorthFulton.com. Just be a, be sure to check in. And also follow me on Twitter at Joe Parker GA. And once again, everyone, thanks so much for listening. And be sure to follow all of our sports coverage at NorthFulton.com.